When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. We are breaking down and reviewing last week's games with EKU and Kentucky. We are going to preview EKU versus Louisville and Kentucky versus Mizzou. We're going to talk with EKU running back Dejuan Hewitt. And we're also going to speak with Matt Sack of Cats Coverage. That and so much more. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast Local Hour. Welcome into a new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by IPM Pests and Termites, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. If you have ants, spiders, centipedes, termites, mice, moles, you need to get a hold of IPM Pests and Termite, at least if you live in Central Kentucky. Not only that, this is the time of year we start seeing those stink bugs. You're seeing stink bugs, now is the time to get them treated. So make sure you reach out to IPM. You can find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com for IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood professionals. Welcome into week two of the Sports Stove Local Hour covering all things EKU and UK athletics. We've had quite the exciting week of football in week one, both programs coming out with wins as EKU takes down Western Carolina and Kentucky handles Louisiana Monroe without very many issues whatsoever. We've got an exciting episode for you today. In a few minutes, we'll be joined by EKU running back Dejuan Hewitt, and he'll talk about his three-touchdown day and what's ahead for them against Louisville. Of course, we're going we're gonna to preview EKU versus Louisville as well. And uh, then we're going to be looking at Kentucky versus Mizzou, a conference game, SEC game. And we're going to be joined by Matt Sack. He writes for CatsCoverage.com. And we're going to talk about both the uh, game one against Louisiana Monroe as well as the upcoming game this weekend against Mizzou. want to encourage you to follow us on social media 
at Sports Stove. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at that handle, at Sports Stove. So sports with an S on the end, Stove, and follow us there. And uh, we'll continue to keep you up to date. We'll be at all the home games for EKU and uh, doing some live things from there as well. And uh, keep you keep you going all the things going on local sports-wise at the very least. EKU, uh, big game this weekend at Louisville. 7 p.m. kickoff there. Louisville coming off of a uh, pretty tough loss to Ole Miss on uh, Monday, I guess it was. And, uh, you know, that game did not end so well. Uh, Louisville did not look good. Malik Cunningham, he ended the game with a 39.1 QBR rating, uh, 191 yards in the air, a touchdown and a pick. But he did lead the team in rushing, um, which was interesting as well. Uh, 79 yards and two touchdowns on 18 carries there. He had the most rushes, the most yards rushing, and, of course, the most touchdowns as well. Running back Jalen Mitchell, he had 12 carries for 49 yards for Louisville in that game. They had three receivers with four-plus catches. They didn't really spread the ball around that much. Of course, they were limited uh, you know, early on in the game, getting behind early, were very limited on what they could do and how they were going to uh, get things accomplished there as well. So uh, a tough day for Louisville. That leads them in now to an interesting spot against EKU. The question I have is, will Louisville be so um, uh, frustrated and so down about their game against the uh, Ole Miss that they will actually struggle against EKU also? Or will it come out the other way where they come out and uh, they're so motivated to get things on track that uh, maybe they'll be overly motivated and take it to EKU. I think this game had potential from the get-go to be relatively close. I mean, um, you know, the, the this Louisville team, their, their win total for the year is at six and a half. So this game is one that they should win. If you ask the folks out in Vegas, if you ask the uh, prognosticators and those kinds of things, this is a game that Louisville's supposed to win. But EKU comes in with a strong team, strong depth, Parker McKinney in game one, 238 yards, a touchdown and an interception. It took a little while for the offense to get going. Once it started clicking, things seemed to really level out. Um, Western Carolina, they've got a new coach, new coach uh, quarterback. We talked about all this before. And, you know, they put up 28 points and kept the game close throughout the entire game. But I think at the end of the day, it was still a really good win for EKU and a lot you could take from it. Dejuan Hewitt, 78 yards on 22 carries. He had three touchdowns. We'll talk to him again. In just a moment, uh, we saw uh, with the receivers, Mo Edwards, 103 yards on six catches, a touchdown. Matt Wilcox came in with five catches, 51 yards. Jaden Smith, four catches, 42 yards. So, so you see there was, there was a lot of focusing in on those three guys. Four other guys got catches. Dakota Allen only had the one catch for nine yards uh, there as well. The defense, they had moments that they looked really good. And uh, got some turnovers and things like that. But Western Carolina was able in each quarter to put points on the board. And when you're playing a team like Louisville, you're going to have to be able to hold these teams. Now, if you hold Louisville to 28, there's still a potential uh, for for a huge upset here for Eastern Kentucky. If you look at uh, the history and the series with Louisville, Louisville leads the series 19 wins, seven losses, and one tie. The last EKU win came in 1985, and that was at Louisville as well. Louisville's won the last four times, so they've not played a lot over the years. They played more in the uh, 60s, 50s, those those kinds of years. 
The last matchup was in 2019 where Louisville beat EKU 42-0. to And uh, so I don't expect this game to be like that, right? Louisville, Scott Satterfield is 12-14 and as the head coach at Louisville. Malik Cunningham was supposed to be one of the top quarterbacks in the ACC, a guy that could possibly potentially push for some Heisman notice. People were trying to play him up as kind of the next Lamar Jackson. He's never turned out to be that. He does have experience, which I think is helpful. And the offense has eight returning starters from last year, but their defense is depleted. They lost six starters, including two of their three starting linebackers. Uh, So this team, Louisville, is a team that if they get their run game going is when they're the most dangerous. And so the EKU Colonels are going to have to defensively really stand up here against Louisville. And then offense, you're just going to have to obviously uh, just commit to your system. Trust your coaches, run your plays, and you're going to have to run them efficiently and effectively along the way as well. Well, it is time for a guest, and that's presented by Law Terrain Watches and Accessories. Go visit law-terrain, T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. Use the code SPORTSSTOVE. You're going to get 10% off your purchase. Today's Law Terrain guest is running back from EKU, Dejuan Hewitt. All right, we are joined now by EKU redshirt freshman running back, Dejuan uh, Hewitt. Uh, thank you so much for being with us today. We sure appreciate it. Yes, sir. You know, it's always a pleasure. Let's let's get started right away with your game against Western Carolina. 22 touches, 78 yards, three touchdowns. And the way that I could see it, this was kind of your first legit opportunity since high school. Uh, how did it feel to be out on the field playing on a, on a Saturday? Uh. Man, it, it honestly, it felt great. I've been waiting for a long, long time. I haven't started a game since 2018, to be exact. So I was uh, really waiting on this opportunity. Definitely. Uh, now, you came over, you transferred over from Purdue. Uh, what was what kind of came into your decision to come to EKU? Well, really just uh, family complications back home, and uh, I needed to be uh, closer to my family. And you were at Davidson Academy in, in the Nashville area. Um, yes, I grew sir. up in I grew up in Murfreesboro, so well well familiar with that area as well. Uh, lots of excitement going on there in, in Middle Tennessee. Uh, I talked with Coach Wells last week before the Western Carolina game, and he brought you up. He's really excited about what you bring to this team. What kind of growth can we expect, or do you expect from yourself as the season continues? Um, really, I just. I'm really trying to work on becoming more of a vocal leader. I don't really talk much around the guys, but I just really come to practice just to work. But I do want to uh, focus on being more of that vocal leader on the team. You guys have a loaded running back room. A lot of guys who had a ton of success in high school as well. Um, I'm not going to ask you why are you better than everybody else, but what is it? What's your your traits that you think you bring to the running back room that maybe can can help uh, the team out? Honestly, just I mean, we all have we all play similar. We all uh, run similar, so it's like I mean, I have a little more experience just because I mean, yes, I'm a redshirt freshman, but I'm technically a junior. Mm-hmm. But just by all the reps I was getting at my old school at a higher level. I'm able to break down certain things that the guys in the room may have questions about. 
Definitely. Let's talk about higher level. You're going from Western Carolina to Louisville this week. Um, does the prep change at all when your opponent's at a different level from week to week? Honestly, I think we all we. I think this is a, a great opportunity for us. Obviously, Louisville was a great ACC school, but the main thing for us this week, we just want to, we got to have a, a great, great practices this week, and we honestly don't want to make the game bigger than what it is because it's honestly, it's honestly another game on the schedule that we just gotta lock in and focus on because we always expect to win. Did you guys watch the Louisville Ole Miss game, or are you guys just covering it on film? Uh, I was watching it last night. So the last time uh, was in 2019 that EKU played Louisville. The game was 42 nothing. Louisville won. EKU beat Louisville back in 1985, uh, which was about five five uh, matchups ago, and they beat them at Louisville 45 to 21. Now I was one year old at that time. You weren't alive in 1985. <laughs> right. Does does a mixture of the talent that your team has? And what you saw last night, Monday night, with Louisville against Ole Miss, does that help your confidence level going into this weekend? Uh, I mean, it helps my it helps my confidence level, but we're never too high, we're never too low. I we I mean, obviously, Coach was he we he's brought in a lot of uh, transfers, so I do feel like talent wise, we're like around the around the same area as them. Yeah, I agree. I look at the the roster that you guys have uh, between your experience at quarterback, the just the stacked running back room that you guys have, incredibly talented receivers, uh, fairly experienced O line, and the defenses. I mean, has potential to be very, very good as well. Uh, you know, so you go into this game, Cunningham didn't have a great game, those kinds of things. And to me, I'm looking at it going, this is a real legit opportunity for EKU to come out, win a big game on the road. And kind of uh, propel, I think, your guys' season. I mean, you look at your schedule this season, this is going to be the hard one right here, the, the hardest one, I think, at least. But it's a winnable game. Um, is it something that you guys talk about in the locker room and and off the practice field? Or uh, kind of what's the mentality, I guess, going in going into this Louisville game? Well, Coach Coach Wells, he hones in on, like, our, our team motto, and that's to expect to win. So no matter who we're playing, who we're going against, we always have that mindset to win. In the Western Carolina game, 22 carries, 78 yards. You still got the three touchdowns. Uh, how do you go into trying to get a little bit more efficiency in the run game, maybe get a few more yards per carry uh, versus the heavy workload? I mean, it's still a great game. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but obviously, I think you would probably like to, to get a little bit more efficient in, in that touches per carry. Right. Um, really, it's just – Trusting my eyes and like going with my gut, just trusting the first hole I see and just hitting it full speed and just living with it. Awesome. Uh, do you have a prediction for this weekend? Are you willing to go out and say say it's an EKU win? Uh, I don't really have a prediction, but I do know we're gonna, we're gonna go out there and we're gonna play hard all four quarters. Good answer. Uh, Co Coach Wells will be happy with that answer. So, so good job with that. Uh, Dejuan Hewitt, uh, uh, again, you can follow him on Twitter, at I am Dejuan Hewitt. And uh, we're looking forward to another big game out of you this weekend. Good luck against Louisville on Saturday. Thank you. All right, so EKU is all ready for Louisville. An exciting weekend. And is there an upset brewing? 
we will see, and it should be, I think, a really good game at the end of the day. Louisville should win this game. Uh, EKU could win this game. So that's kind of where we're at in this situation. I'm going to go with the prediction, sadly. EKU's not going to be able to win all of them, right? So we're going to go with the prediction. I'm going to say Louisville 30, let's go 34, and EKU 27. So we're going we're gonna to keep it close in this game. We'll go Louisville 34, EKU 27. But all it takes is a couple turnovers, uh, a big play on special teams, and that score will flip, and EKU can come out with the victory. When we come back, we're going to look at EKU, excuse me, at Kentucky versus Missouri, an exciting SEC matchup. We'll be right back. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's M-Y-I-P-M dot com. Built for the man on the go, the Compass by Law Terrain is primed to take on life's moments. From casually keeping time around the boardroom table to backing you up in tough terrain, style and function go hand in hand with this wristwatch that offers dependability under any circumstance. The sporty nature of a chronograph pairs well with a variety of leather and nylon straps and bands to complete any look. Reliable, versatile, great looking, and easy to wear every day. All Law Terrain watches are backed with an international 24-month warranty to protect against any manufacturer issues. We stand behind our products because we know they are built to high expectations. Visit law-terrain.com and use code SPORTSSTOVE for 10% off. Welcome back to the Sports Stove Local Hour. And now we're looking at Kentucky versus Mizzou, an SEC matchup in week number two. The SEC had a really good week in week one. Uh, We didn't talk about it with the Louisville-EKU game, but the ACC had a really rough uh, week one. But anyways, the SEC uh, did well overall. Georgia, of course, the big win. Alabama looks like the number one team in the country. Kentucky comes out firing, and boy, uh, (laughs) the folks here in Lexington are going a little crazy right now. You know, they're saying, Will Levis might be in uh, a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, Kentucky might might win 11 games, all that kind of stuff. You have to remember it was Louisiana Monroe. 
Louisiana Monroe did not win a game last year. This is not a good team whatsoever. And uh, even though they bring in some exciting coaches and things like that, it's going to take time to build that program. Now, you can still be excited about what Kentucky did. And, uh, and there are definitely many positives that come from it. But you're getting ready to play an opponent that is way better than the opponent you played last week. Elijah Drinkwitz, the head coach for Missouri, he is now 6-5 and five as the head coach at Missouri, of course. Uh, their big player is Connor Basilak, the quarterback. Last week, he had a 59.3 QBR. He threw for 257 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, and he looked decent along the way, of course, as well. They were playing Central Michigan in their win. Uh, let's see here. Drinkwitz has been there two years. This is his second year there. There's uh, opportunity for them as they didn't have the pandemic to work through, so lots of practice and things like that. They've got a new defensive coordinator in Steve Wilkes, which didn't look great uh, in their game against Central Michigan as well. This Missouri team, their win total in the desert was seven wins. We had them going under before the season started. So they're right there in that same level and tier as Kentucky has been. And we'll talk about those tiers in a moment when we get uh, to Matt Sack. But uh, to see that this is a team, these are the games that Kentucky has to win. These games are the games that Kentucky has not won in the past. Coach Stoops talked about the game last year against Missouri uh, in his presser this week. These are the games, though, that Kentucky needs to win. And to do it, they're going to have to stop a pretty solid offense in Mizzou. Like I said, Basilak had 257 yards and two touchdowns. Running back Tyler Beatty, he had 25 carries, 203 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Basilak spread the ball out. Six receivers had a multi-catch game. Nine total uh, pass catchers in this game against Central Michigan. The defense had nine sacks but they gave up 475 yards to Central Michigan. And if you're Kentucky, you've got to be uh, just loving that number right there, thinking what can we do against this defense if Central Michigan can go 40, 475 yards on them. If you look at Kentucky and their game one against Louisiana Monroe, Will Levis had an 82.9 QBR rating, three for 367 yards, four touchdowns in that early interception. Rodriguez ran 19 times, 125 yards and a touchdown, but honestly, no one else really stepped up in the run game. Drennan had three carries for 16 yards. Smoke had five carries for 16 yards. So the run game, although Rodriguez was effective and against Louisiana Monroe, that's fine. But this, this team is going to have to find a secondary guy that's going to step up and really help, help take the load off of Rodriguez a little bit. Cause once you get into sec play, it's not going to come as easy. And Rodriguez is good, and he's going to have a really good year. And he might average over 100 yards a game. But they're going to need other guys to step in. And when they get the ball, when they get the touches, they're going to have to produce for them. Wide receivers. We've been told for a couple of years now that Kentucky has good wide receivers. We've just never seen them because no one ever threw them the ball. Ali comes in, five catches, 136 yards and a touchdown. Wanda Robinson, five catches, 125 yards, and two touchdowns. Epps had three for 83 as well. So a lot of dynamic play from the wide receivers. And, of course, a lot of that falls back to Will Levis. But, honestly, a lot of that falls back to Liam Cohen, the offensive coordinator, putting in a system where you can take advantage of the talent that you have. Kentucky is going to have to protect the ball. Three turnovers uh, in this game against Louisiana Monroe and Mizzou, even though they gave up a fair amount of points, they're not going to let you get away with three turnovers. So you're going to have to protect the ball. Defensively for Kentucky, they had six sacks. J.J. Weaver led uh, the team with two. They had 14 tackles for loss, and Square had three and a half of those. A uh, number of guys 
had two tackles for loss as well. So this Kentucky defense, um, it, it looked really good against Louisiana Monroe. They did not even give up 100 yards to the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks offense. And so that's great. But again, this Missouri offense is much, much different and better than Louisiana Monroe. So it's going to be key then for Kentucky uh, to dominate that that end of the ball. They've got a good offensive line. They've got a good run game. They appear to have a good pass game this year. So a lot's changing, but you have to understand the step up in talent that you're playing this week. Don't get overly confident because you whooped Louisiana Monroe. You have to get focused for an SEC foe in Missouri. It's time for another guest, and again, presented by La Terrain Watches and Accessories. La-Terrain.com. Use the code SPORTSSTOVE. You're going to get 10% off your purchase. Right now, let's go to our guest, Matt Sack. We are joined now by Matt Sack, writer uh, from Cats Coverage, and we're going to talk some Kentucky football. Matt, I want to start with um, the reaction just from the Louisiana Monroe game. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. But um, I guess my first reaction is just, it's such a breath of fresh air to see that brand of Kentucky football. That's something we've never seen. We've never, at least in my era of watching, we've never seen a quarterback just go and fling it. We've never seen wide receivers going out and making plays. Um, the big blue wall was as dominant as ever. I mean, Will Levis had all day in the pocket. From about four minutes into the game, after the initial interception and then the touchdown and penalties we gave up, from five minutes in to the rest of the game, it was just a complete dominance. I know it was Louisiana Monroe, but I think just the, the brand of football to play, we played, the way we played, the guys we had going out and making plays, it was just super exciting and relieving to see. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned it's Louisiana Monroe, and they really are not a good team this year. I think they, they're going to improve uh, over time just with the coaching staff they have, but um, what what can Kentucky fans really take away from this game, being that the opponent really was on a much lower level than what Kentucky's supposed to be? Yeah, so again, obviously when we play a higher level team, there are some things that we're not going to be as dominant, but I think the things we could take away is how we played. Again, it was a very, it was a much more balanced attack. We were running the ball or throwing the ball just as much, if not more, than we were running it as opposed to a run-dominant offense that we have seen in the past. Um, and when we, we also did a lot of play-action plays, so it definitely can keep the defense off balance. Um, another thing to take away, again, the big blue wall, it's there. I know we lost a couple pieces last year, but it's completely rebuilt. Darren Rosenthal looked amazing. So I think that's just the biggest takeaway, the style of play, the new fun offense that Liam Cohen has brought to us. That's my biggest takeaway. Exactly. Liam Cohen, I mean, coming into the season, I was really unsure what to think about Kentucky. Will Levis had not proven anything yet, uh, but it really all came down to Cohen because the offense that he comes from with the Rams is the offense that in the NFL has proven to work. We saw it with the Falcons when they went to the Super Bowl, 49ers when they went to the Super Bowl, the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl, and the Packers are running it now, and they've gone to the NFC uh, Divisional or the championship game each, each year. Uh, underneath that offense. And so you bring Liam Cohen into Kentucky. I wasn't sure what it was going to look like, but in week one, it looks pretty sharp, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it definitely looked like a well-oiled machine. Like, guys looked like they were doing things productively and efficiently. Sometimes last year just looked like guys were out there because we needed 11 guys on the field and they were just running. But they they, they just looked really well. Wide receivers were making good, efficient routes. Will Levis was just put in a great position to succeed. The wide receivers were getting open for him. The offensive line was protecting for him. The run game was throwing everything off balance. I, I really liked how the offense looked. You weren't the only one. Former Kentucky players went to Twitter to react to Kentucky's offense. I mean, guys, even from the defensive side of the ball uh, in Bohannon, you saw uh, Terry Wilson had, uh, you know, just a, a we're assuming he was talking about Liam Cohen's offense. Uh, a lot of reaction from the former players. And, you know, they're all kind of wishing they could have played under that same, same style of offense and a team. Because, I mean, you look at what, three years ago, you had the 10 win season. Then you had the injury-ridden season. Uh, then last year was just incredibly underwhelming. Uh, of course, it was all SEC opponents, and that that made it harder too. But uh, definitely looking forward uh, for Kentucky. Let's look forward to Missouri coming in. They had quite a game of their own. Uh, the defense gave up a lot of points, but offensively, Tyler Batty came in at 300, 203 yards rushing and a touchdown, 40 yards receiving and another touchdown. Uh, the quarterback at Mizzou adds 257 yards through the air, two two touchdowns there as well. So what do you think? Uh, it's going to be a much tougher test. My opinion is what we see against Missouri is going to be the team we can expect to see as the season goes forward, whereas Louisiana Monroe, you can't really gauge a whole lot off of that. What are your thoughts about this game coming up with, with Mizzou? Yeah, I agree, especially since Mizzou was kind of like – our probably worst game last year, we did not look good. That was just a game that showed that that just wasn't going to be our season. This year, if we do and show up against Mizzou, they do play a much better game than Louisiana Monroe. Um, today at the presser, Coach Stoops talked so much saying last year they just were not prepared as a team. They got out. Um, the other, Mizzou was much more physical than us. He says that's really off-brand for us. So I expect us to play a very physical game. I expect Coach Stoops to be really fired up for this one. Also, it being a, a home game and a night game, our first night game at full capacity in two years. So I expect the Big Blue Nation to come out and get our team all pumped up. Um, I think we're going to get them from the start. I think it's just going to be another dominating performance. I think we're going to show the, um, all the college football we're about this year. We're going to show that we belong in the top of the SEC and that we're coming for the SEC East. Yeah, these are the games that Kentucky has to win, right? It's at home. It's against a, uh, someone in the SEC, but it's a winnable game. And Kentucky, through the years, struggles just in these games that, you know, it, it's you kind of hit or miss. I mean, they're a five-point favorite. They're at home. Um, they, the expectation is high for Kentucky. The recruiting's been good. Snoops has done a great job recruiting. But outside of that 10-win season, and I think you could argue the Lynn Bowden year was – a successful season considering all the injuries, but there hasn't been that consistency with Kentucky. And it starts by winning the games like Missouri, Mississippi state, Tennessee, those kind of games um, that have always been kind of been toss ups before uh, you said, you think that Kentucky handles them from the get go a five point favorite. Um, I mean, do you think this is a, a game where we leave going, that was a dominant performance uh, or do you think that Missouri is going to keep it close and, and, it, and it's going to be kind of a nail biter even if Kentucky comes out on top. I am very optimistic when it comes to our sports team, so I'm, I'm really hoping for a stress-free win. I think Mizzou will keep it interesting because I do think that offense will just inevitably score against us. But, again, I 
this is like you said, these are the games we need to win. And I think it's a cultural thing more than anything. There's just teams that find ways to win, and then there's just teams that find ways to lose. Like those 50-50 games that can go either way. I think the culture that our team has this year, that we're going to start winning those games. Like the Tennessees that we've lost in the past. The Missouri last year we should not have lost. Um, I think we're going to start winning those games, and I think we're going right at people's mouths. I think we're going to punch them right in the mouth and show them what we're about and that not only are we, like, in the top of, like, the Missouri tier, but we're not even in their tier. We're trying to be in that top tier of the SEC with the Floridas and the LSU and the Georgia, et cetera. That's what I like to hear, Matt, because so many Kentucky fans are still so content with just getting bowl eligible. And I, I just keep saying Kentucky, where they are as a program, should be past that point now. And once you get to six wins, you shouldn't be super excited because you're supposed to be at six wins. So when are, when when is – all of Kentucky fans, the Big Blue Nation, when are they going to finally say, all right, we're now holding you to a higher level of expectation? Not to say that, I mean, I don't think that Kentucky fans should expect Kentucky to win the SEC this year, but uh, there should be expectation where you're closer to Florida, ultimately then having an opportunity to compete in the, the division and ultimately in the conference down the road as well. And uh, too many people are still happy and content with six-win Kentucky and and. You know, in my opinion, the expectation should be higher than that. I agree, especially when you have games like Louisiana Monroe and Chattanooga. And I feel like we have one more easier. Is Vanderbilt. New Mexico. Vanderbilt, New Mexico Vanderbilt, yeah. Yes. So, I mean, those are those are four must win games. So to get the six wins, you really just have to win two, two or three mm-hmm. more just to just to make that threshold. But from what I'm seeing, at least, I think the expectations are high. Again, I don't think. We need to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. But I think as what Kentucky fans should expect is that we are competing for the SEC East. And not necessarily that we go down to Georgia and beat them this year, but at least that it's competition. Like, that game matters. Like, we are playing for something bigger and more important. And these we're, we're not going to do it overnight. Um, it does take some time. But I think the culture of this team is going in the right direction. We're getting better and better. And like you said, we, we kind of have to be at the point where like it was cool when we first started getting those bowl games, but the we need we need to be at that top tier of the SEC or the tier right below Alabama. But Alabama's in a tier of their own, but the next top tier, we need to be in that Florida LSU where we're consistently banging out eight, nine, ten win seasons and we're playing for much more meaningful bowl games. And I think this year is a team that we can actually do it. Awesome. All right. What's your prediction final score for Kentucky, Missouri this weekend? Final score. I'm gonna say, um, I'll say 35 to 24, Kentucky. All right, uh, Matt Sack. You can find him on Twitter at Matt Sack. That's S A K. Matt Sack B E N, and he writes for CatsCoverage.com. Anywhere else people can find you at? Yeah, I also host my own podcast called The Courtside Connect. I cover a bunch of Kentucky basketball things as well as. Um, occasionally go into other Kentucky sports as well. But, yeah, Twitter at MattSackDBN, and I write for Cats Coverage. And, yeah. All right, Matt, we surely appreciate you coming on. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. And we want to say thank you again to Matt from CatsCoverage.com. Appreciate him coming on and sharing those thoughts with us. And, you know, it's I try to get people, when I, when I bring in writers or um, personalities from the media. I try to bring guys in that can give a little bit of an unbiased opinion to some degree, uh, but I tell you, it's hard to find 
uh, unbiased Kentucky media. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a lot of them have picked Kentucky to win eight, nine, 10, even 11 games. And, uh, but I really appreciated Matt coming on and, and talking with us about Kentucky. This game against Missouri is going to be a tough one. And going into the season, um, I picked Missouri to win this game because I had to see, first of all, what Liam Cohen was going to do with the offense. I wasn't sure what the offense was going to look like. Because we've been told before, we're going to throw the ball more, and it never happened. Now, you assumed with Liam Cohen it was, but even then, you really didn't know what Will Levis was, other than the fact that he can eat banana peels. Um, we had not seen enough of Will Levis to know what he was yet. And I still don't know that we have, because, again, the opponent was Louisiana Monroe. But I admit, there's a lot more confidence uh, in Lexington now after game one. This Missouri team gave up points and uh, yards, whereas Kentucky did not. So at the end of the day, I think Kentucky being at home definitely gives the advantage. I'm going to go 31-28 Kentucky in this game. And again, before the season, I would have thought Missouri had a really good chance to come in and upset. And they still do. Connor Bezalek is a good quarterback. And again, uh, Tyler Beatty, the running back, is phenomenal. So Kentucky's going to have to be on their A game. But I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to Kentucky, assuming that being at home, they should be able to pull this one off. Uh, Kentucky is a five-point favorite in this game. and uh, so, But I'll, I'll pick Missouri to cover. But at the end of the day, I think Kentucky walks away with the victory in this game. So we're one weekend of the college football season for Kentucky and EKU. And uh, there's going to be some uh, pests in Lexington this week. Missouri will not go away without a fight. Uh, our pest of the week is Missouri. That's presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professional. Kentucky wants to get rid of the pests. Well, IPM can get rid of your pests, ants, spiders, centipedes, or any other pests that you have. Uh, also, right now is the time of year those stink bugs start coming around, and you need to get taken care of those early. So make sure you get a hold of IPM Pest and Termite to help you with those or any other insect pests that you have. Visit myipm.com. And when you talk with the folks at IPM, make sure you tell them you heard about them on the Sports Stove Local Hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sports Stove Podcast, the Local Hour. Make sure you share, rate, and review uh, this podcast to let other UK or EKU fans know that it is here. We are not going to have any other episodes this week. We typically have three episodes a week, two live ones on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and this one that we drop on Wednesday mornings, specifically covering UK and EKU sports. Uh, this week, we're actually on vacation, uh, recording from uh, uh, deep inside enemy territory in East Tennessee. But nonetheless, we'll be back next week with a live episode on Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sports Stove Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.